there, and welcome to the Blue Milk Latte, a Star Wars podcast. I am your host, Kent Blue Milk Latte Solace, and with me, as always, aboard the Blue Milk Latte Star Cruiser is uh, my co-pilot, Chris Christophsis Mead. Hey, guys, what's up? Hey, this week we're going to be doing a Clone Wars Revisited episode where we will be going over Bombad Jedi. It is a 24-minute romp of uh, Jar Jar Binks and Padme and all kinds of good stuff. It uh, takes place in, uh, I, I'm sorry, in um, episode 8 of season 1, and it is directed by Jesse yeah, or Yee, uh, yeah, and uh, written by Kevin Rubio, Henry Gilroy, and Stephen Melching. Um, whoops. The um, introduction, the moral, I'm sorry, the moral to this episode is... Heroes are made by the times. Do you feel like that is a... I feel like it's a really good moral to have um, at the beginning of, you know, any of these Clone right. episodes. I I don't know how it... I, I see how it translates to the episode, but I don't feel it honors the moral <laughs> the best. How do you think it does a good job of... Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. Because we have, uh, you know... Jar Jar uh, is the hero of this episode in the same way he's the hero of the Battle of the Boo. Yeah, it, which is just sheer luck and yeah, dumb luck. Yeah, yeah <laughs> super yeah. dumb luck. Yeah. Um, before we get into the beat by beat of this episode, what were you, <clears throat> what were you thinking about this episode beforehand versus how do you feel about it afterwards? Without you know going into the, um, I thought for some reason I thought there was a few episodes. In Clone Wars, and maybe they're coming up that give Jar Jar some like redemption. And I thought maybe this was one of them because I didn't remember that well. Uh, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah, <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, he's 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 so he's very episode one Jar Jar. Yeah, I wasn't. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I don't mind Jar Jar. I don't dislike Jar Jar or anything like that. But yeah, I um, I think I'm right there with you a little bit in the sense of I was like, oh man, cool, we're gonna be getting some Jar Jar content. And then in the sense of just seeing him in action again, I was like, oh man, this is a, it's a little goofy. I know, I know George Lucas always says like Star Wars is meant for kids and all that stuff. And specifically, that's one of the reasons why he created Jar Jar is because he wanted to have a character that was kid friendly and all that. Um, So in that sense, I think it's successful because I think a lot of kids would um, enjoy this episode. But you know, as... As we are middle-aged men, it's just not our cup of coffee. Yeah, <laughs> uh, ironically, uh, I had a conversation with someone at work this week, and someone came about the Clone Wars, and he was saying he hadn't, he couldn't, he he wasn't digging it, and wouldn't couldn't get through it. And I was like, well, how far did you get? Because it's always my question when someone says, well, I don't know, I don't, I just don't like it. Like, well, how far did you get? And like. This is one of those episodes that if I was like, you know, because he's, you know, probably in his 20s or 30s or whatever. And if I was, you know, at that age trying to watch this, yeah, this is a rough episode. You're just like, you know, this is not the awesomeness of the Clone Wars is promised by anyone who has seen it to the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a couple quick notes on the episode. I know I already mentioned the director and the writers, uh, but this episode does take place in 22 BBY. Chronologically, it is set after Duel of the Droids and before the episode titled Cloak of Darkness. Um, it premiered on November 21st of 2008, coming up to Thanksgiving time on in 2008 there. Yeah. Um, 
And, uh, yeah, this is uh, the narrator's uh, description heading into the episode. The Clone War threatens the unity of the Republic. As battles rage across the galaxy, more worlds succumb to the seductive lure of the Separatists and leave the Republic. On a vital mission of peace, Senator Padme Amidala journeys to the Outer Rim world of Rhodia, desperate to ensure its loyalty remains to the Republic. So right there at the gate, that actually sounds like a pretty cool episode. It's like, right? okay, cool, we're going to be getting some political intrigue. Padme's going to be doing some some senatoring, some politicking. We're going to go to Rhodia, which we haven't seen before. Yeah, so that, I mean, that all checks off some, some pretty good boxes. Um, and then we get started with the episode here. Uh, <laughs> and Padme Amidala is traveling to Rhodia, uh, an attempt to persuade uh, Senator uh, Anaconda Farr whom she fondly addresses as Uncle Ono since the time when she had helped out her father to keep his allegiance to the Galactic Republic. Which, I mean, kind of sets it up nicely, like, you know, some backstory for Padme. Cause, right. Yeah, I mean, Padme's sparingly in the Clone Wars. She's featured here and there decently. Um, but we don't get that much into the history of Padme aside from the main films and, uh, you know, what we see here in the Clone Wars and some books and stuff. Um, so that was kind of nice. We get to see a little bit of, like, what her family or, you know, background would have been. Uh, she brings along C-3PO and Jar Jar Binks. Despite Supreme Chancellor Palpatine's advice to rather take along a bodyguard for force. Uh, but upon arrival, she learns that Anaconda has already pledged allegiance to the Separatists and Viceroy Newt Gunray is developing supplies, um, is delivering supplies as the Republic could not. Already, there are battle droids in the city, and the droids shackle Padme's arms to the wall as Gunray ordered uh, as a precaution before he personally comes for her. So, pretty bad setup so far. Padme's kind of in over her head already. She yeah. probably should have had a bodyguard. Um, but, yeah, here we are with Jar Jar and 3PO. Uh, <laughs> Jar Jar and 3PO get into even more trouble when droids come to arrest them. Uh, I mean, okay, so let's take... What some would say, I'm not necessarily one of the people, some would say the two most annoying characters in Star Wars and put them in a buddy episode where they have to, like, save Padme together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, they are definitely used as comic relief in their respective stories. Right. Um, But they don't have a, there's no straight man, so they're just comedy and comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, I think actually... It may have benefited, I mean, I know this doesn't come with as much of a punch for, like, as much stakes and stuff, but if Jar Jar and Padme had hung back and sent 3PO in to kind of negotiate the deal. Although I know Padme probably wanted to go see Uncle Ono because she missed him and all that good stuff. So never mind, that already falls apart. Um, Okay, so, uh, though Jar Jar's awkwardness with the magnetic crane destroys the droids, he also destroys their ship in the process, which, I mean, is just classic Jar Jar Binks right there. Um, actually, a very quick note about this episode that I saw a little bit ago. Um, this is one of the only episodes in season one, specifically, that features the voice actor of Ahmed Best reprising oh, nice. his role of Jar Jar um, in this episode. Um, the rest of them are done by B.J. Hughes in season one. But Ahmed Best does come back in season three and uh, season four and season That's six. Weird. That's real weird. That, like, he was there for one and then peaced out for a little bit? Yeah, and then came yeah. back? Like, yeah. Yeah, maybe he, he was scheduled uh, somewhere else. I don't know. 
Um, but yeah, this is the only one in season one that we get to see Ahmed Bess, uh voice talents used in this episode. Um, so yeah, he's destroyed their ship and uh, a whole bunch of uh, uh, droids. And uh, let's see here. Uh, he uh, finds on their ship a Jedi robe that Padme had stored in the back closet. They don't specifically say, but most likely... Yeah, it's Anakin's. It's Anakin's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Anakin, so, Anakin left, his, uh, left his robe in there for a booty call. Yeah, yeah, so that was a nice little <laughs> reference there for like... Oh, yeah, crap, I forgot. Padme is like on the D- down low, like, seeing Anakin. Well, they're married at this point. No, I know, I know, yeah. but... No, 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 I know, but like... No one else is supposed to know this right. sort of thing. So it is interesting. We don't get to see it too often in Clone Wars about them kind of sneaking around right. and doing their thing. So there's, there's stuff that Anakin's doing that we're not seeing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, most likely Anakin's robes are in there. Um, but the droids spot them and everyone presumes uh, Jar Jar is a Jedi. So, Yeah. Uh, Jar Jar manages to escape uh, to the water down below where he promptly has to run from a marine monster while 3PO is taken off to be scrapped. Uh, word of a ge- Did we skip over the part where Jar Jar tried to talk to swamp monsters? Oh yeah, he's going wah 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 wah! <laughs> yeah. you tell about that part? Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. That's, that's before, the, yeah. Yeah. So that's <laughs> happening too. Did, how did, I mean... Kind of makes sense. That that's how he would do it back on... Uh, yeah. On yeah. the boo. And, yeah. And, uh, well, it's weird because C-3PO understands what they're saying. And he's like, yeah, that's not going to work. And uh, you don't want to know what they just said to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So, uh, word of a Jedi around gives Padme an idea. Uh, while she bluffs the droids into thinking the Jedi has rescued her already, she slips out of her shackles using a key from her boot. Uh, Roundhouse kicks the droid, steals its blaster, and escapes. You know, people always talk crap about Jar Jar and say, like, how useless he is. But how useless is, are these BD-1 droids? Extremely. Like, yeah. Very. They're, like, worthless. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, my other question is, if they're just supposed to be, like, infantry, in, uh, infantry droids, like, why do you give them personalities? Because they clearly have them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey! Yeah. All right. Padme rescues 3PO, but is dismayed to learn that Jar Jar is the presumed Jedi. Uh, she tells 3PO to find a communication station to call for help. Meanwhile, Gunray has arrived in a shuttle and tells Anaconda that the supplies will be delivered after Padme is executed. Anaconda tries to protest, but Gunray insists, declaring that Rhodia is under his protection now. Anaconda then realizes that he has made a bad mistake siding with the Separatists, Wah, wah, wah. Um, Which is a pretty common, it's almost like a, um, oh, not quite cliche, but like on this show where like that happens a lot. Where someone's like, oh, uh, the Republic's a bunch of jerks. Well, help me. I'll side with the Separatists. And the Separatists are even bigger jerks. Yeah. You're like, oh, my mistake. I yeah. guess I'll be with the Republic now. It is a common theme that, yeah, we definitely see time and time again. Even in, in like season seven, yeah. I think. They're still doing like... Oh, well, we're an independent world. Oh, that's a side of the separatists. Right. Oh, wait, we're under a dictatorship and we can't do anything and our people are being forced to, like, do crazy stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, a trope. That's what we're more It's almost a trope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jar Jar goes to rescue Padme, only to be spotted and shot at. 
He uh, again dives into the water as droids throw down thermal detonators and fire a rocket at him. While swimming away, he runs into, quote-unquote, the boogie monster he met previously, which swallows him up as the rockets are about to explode. Thankfully, the beast saves him uh, thanks to its thick hide, and Jar Jar declares that it is, uh, it is his friend. Well, so, everyone is a friend. Everybody, even Jar Jar. Yeah. Um, quick little shout-out to Stephen Melching. I think it is a kind of ironic. He's one of the writers on this specific episode. And I believe he's one of the writers on the Zillow, Be- Zillow Beast arc. So okay. I think he has a soft spot for uh, big monster guys. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure he's a, he's a Godzilla fan of some kind. So uh, 3PO manages to send out a message before being captured. And Gunray has a trio of droid decas line up to execute Padme and 3PO when Jar Jar and the Boogie Monster burst up from the swamp. In the uh, ensuring chaos, Gunray tries to get away, but his shuttle is pushed into the swamp by the monster, and Padme holds him at gunpoint. Uh, Anaconda appears behind Padme, his own blaster at the ready, and Gunray orders that the Rodian to shoot the Jedi, and then her. However, upon seeing Anaconda's expression, Padme covers for Anaconda, encouraging him to tell Gunray about their little secret. That Anaconda had planned to trap Gunray all along, and uh, Anaconda, picking up on Padme's invitation, agrees that he is with the Republic and places Gunray under arrest. Which, hmm, new Gunray is always uh, it's always getting captured. He's always getting captured. I and escaping. He, yeah, he always. Oh, he's been a good guy for like a week. Okay, he's a uh, he's like the Joker. He just keeps getting out of just keeps getting out of Arkham. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although I think there's something. Feel like him going back and forth in and out of prison is a thing. If you watch the show, where like it comes up from time to time about like you get captured and then like the separatists break him out, or like he's being transported and he gets hijacked, and you know one more of those ways that like we have Palpatine's just working both sides of the system because he knows when Gunray's being transferred places and can kind of like manipulate the uh, security forces and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Whoops. Sorry. Um. Let's see here. Uh, so, yeah, so New Gunray is captured, and uh, a Republic cruiser arrives with reinforcements to take Gunray away, while Anaconda thinks Jar Jar, whom he calls Master Bombad, um, for his assistance, but Jar Jar states that he is just a Gungan. Palpatine, via hollow projector, promises supplies to Rhodia. Anaconda um, asks Padme if she can for- ever forgive him, but she replies that, it is the Republic who should ask him for forgiveness. Far too often they forget that they uh, that their most important allies are not always the most powerful. And that is how it ends. Pretty quick little episode here. Um, I mean, not too much crazy stuff no. going on. Just uh, a quick little, oh, Padme's in trouble. Oh, wait, she's not. We got her and everything's fine. Um, I mean, most, and sadly, most Padme episodes is, oh, Padme's in trouble. Yeah. And then someone saved her. It's just this time, hey, you know, it wasn't Anakin didn't, like, throw caution to the wind and nearly get so killed trying to save her, like, every other time she gets captured, but we've seen before now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, what were your overall thoughts on, now that we've kind of done the beat by beat, um, what were just some of your overall thoughts on the episode? It's, um, a, it's a rough one. Okay. <laughs> what would you uh, give it out of 10? 
Ah, uh, man. I'm going to dip down the, the lower half here. Okay. Uh, probably, I'll be, I'll be nice to it. I'll probably say four. Oh, wow. That's being nice? Yeah. Wow. Oh, uh, is, yeah. I was not, I don't know. Maybe it was just a bad mood when I saw it or something, but I was just like, I was not up for Jar Jar shenanigans. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Uh, I'll give it, I'll give it a straight five. All right. Straight five, middle of the road. Um, again, I see its audience where, you know, we always make the joke that Star Wars is a kid show, but it's not really because especially when you're into the later seasons, right. there's some pretty crazy stuff that even kids uh, would have kind of a hard time processing. Kind of. Not really, but kind of. Um, but this one is definitely made for, I feel like, your 9 to 12 crowd. Yeah. Um, so And that's fine. Um, but yeah, the, the, the just story-wise and epicness-wise and all, I feel like with this being a, you know, an episode that's 14 years old and all that, um, I feel like if you're given the premise in the writer's room of, you know that you're going to have Jar Jar being this Jedi or this undercover Jedi, but not really, he's just doing things. I feel like there's a couple other avenues that you could take it. Um, and this way that they took it was different and a little, yeah, yeah. His, yeah. Well, I do. I will say that Jar Jar wearing the Jedi robes is kind of cool looking, and kind of wish we had seen a we had seen some Gungan Jedi's. Because mm-hmm. I mean, Jar Jar obviously, you know, not Gungans. There are some pretty badass Gungans, uh, but like, yeah. So I maybe wish that we'd seen like we could see an actual like uh, um, Gungan Jedi because he looked pretty cool with the hood up and everything. Mm-hmm. Looked pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he did look pretty cool. And we do have, like, I mean, I feel like there's those, like, uh, Jar Jar Binks is a Sith Lord things. This is, like, probably one of the right. first first <laughs> things you could point to and say, like, oh, well, right here, it was obvious. They did this and they did that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. But, yeah, kind of going back to what I was talking about at the top of the episode, like, you know, I always, like, whenever I try and sell people on Clone Wars, I have to, I have to give them the, this, like, little, addend- you know, a little caveat where it's, like, you got to push through it. Because the first two seasons, not strong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are some highlights, obviously. We, we pointed out quite a few of them. But, like, I can see, like, if you're watching them in, like, release order and you get up to the episode 8 of season 1, you're like, what is this? This is just more episode 1 nonsense. And keep going. Yeah. <laughs> this is definitely those episodes where, like, I, where if I try to sell it on someone, they got they, they, could, they might get this episode and come back to me like, dude, really? I was like, no, no. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... One quick behind-the-scenes thing that I wanted to mention here. Um, for those of you that are Quinlaw, Quinlan Voss fans, uh, he was originally slated to appear in an early draft of Bombad Jedi. Uh, he was working undercover and actually was using his Force abilities to make it look like Jar Jar was a Jedi, um, which would have been kind of cool. Um, did, they, did, that, did they use that somewhere later? Because I feel like that's a storyline that... They probably do. I feel like that storyline is used later because... Yeah. They probably hung on to it and said, "Hey, this is it, a yeah." Fun. I was thinking, I, mean, I don't know if it's Quinlan Vos, but I feel like there's some other time where like Jar Jar impersonates a Jedi again, and I think it's they like they used to say something like that, where like like Anakin or Obi Wan or maybe it's Quinlan Vos, like are like using their Force powers on the download because they don't want to be super obvious that, about who they are or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was eventually cut because of the early stages of production. The studio didn't have the ability to include many new characters. 
because of the time it took to create a digital model. So that's pretty interesting. Like a budgetary thing kept the story from being maybe what they wanted it to be, which is kind of interesting. You don't really, for the most part, run across that in Star Wars that often in the sense of, aside from, I think, the very first Star Wars, um, there's always budgetary constraints, but they more or less have free reign to do what they want to do with their resources and budget and all that stuff. Right. And you never really hear about them being constricted, you know, uh, in that way. But, I mean, here we are with uh, episode eight of, the, you know, the Clone Wars. So, there it is. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to mention about the episode, Chris? Um, hmm. No. Uh, i to think. I try to see if I, try to see if I was right about, like, if Jar Jar impersonates a Jedi again. Oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. Uh, let's see, what does Wikipedia say? Probably not, let's see. Um, I mean, not other than, like, just, uh, you know, if you're watching this for the first time, just trust me, just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, one really interesting thing is that I think... Oh, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Forgot where I was going with that. Um, so depending upon when you guys are listening to this episode, um, this might be old news, it might be current news. There is a new, speaking of stuff for kids, I actually watched this uh, a little bit yesterday. Um, there's a new series out called Star Wars Galactic Pals. I saw the ads, but I didn't actually read into what it was because it's not. I'm the target audience for it. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. So it's pretty much. It's like, um, it's definitely targeted kids, like kid kids. Like I'd say, like four to like eight or nine. Um, there's this droid. Her name's Ari, um, or SFR three, I believe is what they call her, and Miri M one R E. They're droids, and they pretty much just show like how to take care of like various droids i'm sorry not droids various creatures in the star wars galaxy like the first two that i saw were they do a wookie they take care of a wookie and then they take care of an ewok um and they're both they're both youtube series so they're on star wars kids youtube channel um and they're pretty darn cute actually and like i mean even for me as like you know a 30 something year old guy i thought it was pretty fun and they're only like two minutes long but you get to see like a little bit into some of the species that you that are admired and stuff, but you know, just extra fun stuff about them that you wouldn't think about. And they have really cute beady eyes, and you know, everybody loves that. So that's one thing. Uh, if you guys have any star uh, kid Star Wars fans in your life that are on the younger uh, spectrum, there um, definitely you can show them that show and uh, have some fun with them. Have them geek out at all the cuteness. Was it this one? Oh, you know what? Why do you think about the one the episode he does with, with uh, Mace Windu? Oh, okay. That's an interesting episode. <laughs> yeah. Look at this. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah, we're looking at a still of Jar Jar Binks with his Jedi robes on. And yeah, he actually... It would be pretty cool, actually, to see a Gungan Jedi. Right? I'm surprised. They might... That might I mean, I don't know if they're that ballsy enough. Because I know Gungans kind of... They try to steer clear of them a little bit here and there. But if they were really ballsy, I think it'd be kind of cool to have them in the High Republic. Like, have one. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're doing Wookiee 
they're doing Wookiee Jedi. They're doing all kinds of other, you know, alien species as Jedi. Right. So why not try your hand at a Gungan? That'd be pretty cool. I feel today. I don't know. I don't. I thought there's there's a reference to some other kind of Jedi that I don't, uh, in one of the books I was reading, but I don't think it was. A, I don't think it's Gungan. Yeah. There's some other species that like you hadn't seen be a Jedi before. Mm. So yeah, that's pretty much all, you, all we got for you guys this week. It's a very short episode this week, but some of our Clone Wars Revisited episodes are kind of trending that way just because there's not a super they're not super dense as right. far as the lore or anything like that. So we're just you know we're just kind of going over them and. Uh, if this is your first time listening to a Star Wars Revisit episode, I normally mention this at the top of the episode, um, but it's pretty much just Chris and I going through the uh, Clone Wars series in chronological order, not in order of release date. Um, so we hit up some episodes, I think, in Season 3 already. We hit up the feature film, and we kind of bounced around Season 1 a little bit, but now we're kind of... I think we're on a trend right now. We're just knocking them out. Um, one by one in um, yeah, I think we're, we're in we're, the release. Let me finish out season one pretty much for the rest of this. Yeah, um, so we'll be on that for a little bit here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for listening this week. Uh, we will be back to see you guys next week. Uh, Chris, what would you like to leave with the good people? Um, just stick with it. It gets better. <laughs> just just in general, in life, in Star Wars, and everything. Just <laughs> keep keep pushing through. It gets better. <laughs> Do not give up. <laughs> right. Keep going. going. <laughs> Just push through. Hey, it's... that actually inspired me a little bit. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right, cool. Uh, and what I will leave you guys with this week is enjoy the little things in life, you know? If, uh, if you want that extra sip of coffee, have that extra sip of coffee. If you want that extra bite of that bagel that you shouldn't, but you really, really want it anyway, just have it. Have fun, you know? Enjoy the little things, you know? All right, thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, may the force be with you.